When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Chris met Erica at a bar after the last regular season Bengals game. Chris was actually at the game, eventually went back to the bar, met up with her, and just hit it off with her right away. There seemed to be an instant connection between the two of them. She was there with a group of friends. She's kind of the ringleader. She spotted him, and she was even so bold as to walk up to Chris and give him her phone number. And so they started talking the next day. Next thing you know, they go to the infamous Pittsburgh playoff mm. game. Yeah. Um, but they actually had a really great time together. I mean, despite the fact that the outcome wasn't what we all wanted, they seemed to have a great time together at the game, despite all the madness that was going on around them. And then just given how late it was and the fact that you were drunk, tired, and wet, y'all just kind of went home from there. Is that right? Yeah, Exactly. Since then, has there been any communication between you and Erica at all? No. I've, uh, I've texted her, I've called her, uh, nothing. I mean, you know, you use a man for his playoff tickets and then <laughs> ghost on Very true. Jeez. Hello? Hey, Erica, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty good. Are you a fan of the show? Do you ever listen? I do. As long as this isn't a second date update. Is that why you guys are calling uh, me? <laughs> Uh-oh. You know us too well, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> busted. I mean, the man takes you to a playoff game. Yeah. And you blow him off. Right. I mean, what's up with that? I mean, I know well, the game didn't end the way yeah, we wanted it to, but geez. Yeah, there's a story there, though. Okay. Always. <laughs> well, what's the story? Tell us what happened. Okay. Um, you know, he's been calling and texting, and I've just had no clue what to say to him. Because I just, I'm sure he's not going to get it. Okay. Well, tell us, and we'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the deal. You know, you remember the fans at the game? They were throwing stuff at Roethlisberger and onto the field. Yes. When he oh. was injured, they, mm-hmm. were, they were carting him off the field. Not our proudest moment. Yes. yes. Right. Well, he was one of those guys. He was throwing stuff. Oh, it's Steelers players? He was also getting into shouting matches with the Steelers fans, like, all around us. And I was just sure that he was going to get into a fight, and I was actually scared. Oh, damn. And everybody around us was just as obnoxious, and it was just awful. You know, like, I don't like the Steelers, but I'm not going to celebrate anybody getting hurt. Right. I'm not going to cheer when one of our, you know, guys plays dirty. Um, And I just, I hated the way both teams were playing. Mm -hmm. I hated how the fans were behaving, and it was just awful. Mm. Um, 
I didn't know what else to do other than just kind of stand there and hope that nothing bad was going to happen to us. And he was obviously into it, so I knew that leaving wasn't an option. It was just a total mess. You oh. barely know the guy, so you have no idea what you can say to try to calm him down or right. change his behavior. Mm. As if you could. Yeah. I mean, it was so cold, and I was super uncomfortable, and everybody was fighting around us, and the behavior was just awful, and he was, like, a part of all of that, and I just thought, I'm, I am just not into this at all. Yeah, you can see how that's a turn off. Yeah. I do feel like, though, this is a conversation you could have had with Chris, because I think you explained that very eloquently just now. I mean, maybe. It just didn't, you know, we were a little drunk, and... There was just so much going on. It just didn't feel like the right time to have a conversation with him about it. And we yeah. kind of left. You know, he dropped me off and gave me a hug, and we left. And we just we just haven't talked since. I didn't really know how to bring it up. Okay. So, Chris, you're like a rabid fan, huh? Yeah. I mean, what else? You know? <laughs> what do you expect me to be? Well, I don't, I don't know. Is it a little extreme to throw things on the field and get in screaming matches with people in the stands? Well, no, but it wasn't, like, only me because... It was really it was just total bullshit. The Steelers fans around us, total ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, the refs on the field doing a totally job. And then every one of those players, they deserved every hit that they got. And I was just like fighting back for my team. And I think everyone that was sitting there in the stands, was on, they were on the same page. So I just, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't realize that she was so uncomfortable. She seemed okay to me, but I was just doing... You know what? Like what fans are there to do? Support their team, defend them, back them up, and like, of course, I'm a Bengals fan, and I fight right. for my. my I'm not team. condoning your actions of throwing stuff, but I think that's maybe how you behave with your friends, and that's different than getting to know someone on a first date. You know that in look, put it, looking at it from her perspective. Her- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For her perspective. I've been, yeah. to, I've been to games where the Bengals take on the Steelers and they can get nasty. But I've also not been in an area where I'm kind of surrounded by Steelers fans and there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of there's animosity, a lot of animosity yeah. and confrontation being thrown back and forth that would almost, I would think, put you on the defensive. Not that mm-hmm. that justifies the actions of throwing right. stuff on the field, but is this a situation where you kind of got caught up in it, Chris, or is this the way I'm you a, are at every game? I'm a, I'm a passionate Bengals fan. And we get into the playoffs, I take it to the next level, and I do what I've got to do to defend my team. So, you know, I get what you're saying, like maybe not the best thing on a first date, but the Bengals and the game have to kind of take precedence, and then I I want the girl that I'm with to be just as passionate as me. Like, she didn't have to get all freaked out. Nothing was going to happen, but she she could have, like... She could have at least picked up a water bottle and hucked it or something. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I understand he thought I was okay, but I wasn't. And that's fine if that's how you want to behave at games. You know, whatever, that's cool, but it's not me. And Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be around somebody who does that kind of stuff. Right.
I mean, there might be an opportunity here, though, for you, Chris, because I know a lot of female passionate Bengal fans that feel the same way as you do, you know, that will be hugging water bottles and stuff. You offering to hook Chris up? No, I'm not, but I'm just saying, because I don't condone that kind of behavior either, but... Fritz was like, yeah, I can hook you up with a lot of women that'll get into fights and throw water bottles. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is a definite no second date, obviously. Yeah. 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 Different ways. Well, I'm sorry it didn't work out, but Erica, was it that hard coming on the show and laying it no. all out there? You just had such a <laughs> no, s- tone no. of dread in your voice. I'm glad that I got a chance to kind of let Chris know what was going on so that he knew. Because yeah. did you kind of feel like you would be scolding him or telling him how to behave? Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. really know. You know, I just knew the guy for like a few hours. I don't really know how to have, have that conversation with him. Because so. men love to be told how they should behave. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I look yes. forward every morning. I'm like, I can't love wait to go it. into work. Love it. <laughs> but in Erica's defense, like he was already fired up. Who's to say he wasn't <sighs> going to go off on her? Right. You have no idea. <laughs> so she might have done the right thing. Right, right. Well, Erica, thank you for taking the call. We appreciate you laying it all out there for us and Chris. Thanks, Jeff and Jen. All right, you take care. And Chris, listen, man, if we can ever help you out again. Thanks so much, guys. You bet, buddy. Take, take care. Take it easy. Good luck. Yeah. So, yes. you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back and you want us to do a second date update call for you, just give us a call, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Is it more important to look good? Or feel good. Ooh. I got the answer to that coming up. <laughs> also, the way you hang a toilet paper roll secretly reveals your personality. And is that a KKK member? Or for most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. Is it more important to look good or feel good? Also, how the way you hang a toilet paper roll secretly reveals your personality. It is Thursday, April 7th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. New survey asking people what's more important, looking good or feeling good? <laughs> well, there are questions. <laughs> like, how, how bad do I have to feel? You know what I mean? I think sometimes if you look good, you feel good. Like when you go get a haircut, oh, God, like the rest, of, the rest of that day, you're just like, damn. It can I'm totally in a great mood. Your mood. Mm-hmm. Or new shoes, or I lost five pounds, and I don't look like a bloated mess. Wow, I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. 82% of people went with feeling good. Like that breakfast sandwich this morning, that felt good. But <laughs> <laughs> you look good, you, today. I feel nice so shirt. satisfied. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, a few other results from the survey. 92% of Americans say they exercise. How many? 92% of Americans say they exercise. I was going to, yeah. I think if I get 10,000 steps on my Fitbit, I kind of consider that exercise. So <laughs> 10,000 steps over the course of one yeah. day? Like, it, that's the goal. You know, they say the goal when you have your Fitbit on is that you're supposed to get ten, like 10,000 steps. 10,000 mm-hmm. steps. Huh? So I feel like that's exercise. I'm looking at the people I know in my life, and I do 92% of them do not exercise. Yeah. If 92% of Americans exercised, we wouldn't have just heard that clip about diabetes uh, fourfolding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obesity. Last, yeah, exactly. Some would argue they're just not working hard enough. <laughs> yeah, I exercise. I, watch for, I walk from the couch to the refrigerator and back again. No pain, no gain. <laughs> Top three benefits of exercise are getting healthier, feeling good, and dealing with stress. 
Uh, let's see. 78% of people say they have at least some body image issue. And 64% say they get discouraged by the unrealistic body images that they see in the media. What a battle we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Feeling good versus looking good. One of the great pointless debates of modern life is the right way to hang a roll of toilet paper. Do you go with the over style where the paper hangs to the front or under where the paper hangs to the back? Should over. we take a poll? Over. over. You're over, over. All right. Over. Every one of us in the room. That's a no-brainer. It doesn't feel right if it's under. It's weird. I agree. Well, believe it or not, a therapist ran a study on 2,000 people to see if the way you hang toilet paper is a window into your personality, and she actually did find one connection. People who put a toilet paper roll in the over style tend to be more dominant. People who hang the roll under style tend to consistently be more submissive. Hmm. She also found that the over people are sometimes so dominant, they actually switch the paper at other people's houses <laughs> if it's under style. I've done I do that. Too. I've done that, yeah. I've done it. Yeah, because you look at it and you think, oh, they just were in a rush and they just yeah, didn't even realize they were doing I'm going to fix it <laughs> for fix them. It for oh, yeah. Does I know. It, do we have any information about, because uh, a friend of mine, she folds the little pointy oh, thing. Oh, nice. You know, it doesn't matter where she's going, always at her house, but. That's so cool. If she's at someone else's house and you go in after her, it's going to have the little, that the little triangle. Cool. That's courteous. What does it little mean? A little touch of class. Creative. Decorative. Yeah. It's, it's just she's being really nice to the person that comes in after her. She's spending a lot of time sitting there. Does it mean dominant and something else? <laughs> she's the one that takes 45 minutes in the bathroom, though, isn't she? I don't know. Long time. A fixer and a helper. <laughs> Um, no, but you're right though. I'll be, I will flip it over in someone's house, not to be a jerk, but because I think they're just misguided and they didn't know better. <laughs> so I feel like I'm helping them. Right. Just and let then, them try it this way. Right. Let them try mm-hmm. it. And then they're going to be so thankful. Right. The next time I see him. You know, I did that one time at someone's house and they yelled at me because they have a cat. And I guess when you oh. have a cat, you're supposed to do it under. Oh, really? Get a grip on it. Come in and And do the whole thing. That's funny. Yeah. Way to go, Jeff. I know. For what it's worth, last year, someone actually dug up the original toilet paper roll patent from from 1891. Oh, wow. And found that in the drawings, the roll is in the over style. What do you know? So there you go. That's the way it's meant to be. Right. All right. College kids all over the country. Right now, on high alert for anyone invading their safe space. But this is still a hell of a mistake. Some students at Indiana University started posting on social media on Monday night about a KKK member on campus. As one girl tweeted, and I'm quoting here, IU students, be careful. There's someone walking around in KKK gear with a whip. Mm. Turns out that wasn't quite accurate. The guy was in a long white robe because... He's a priest. Oh, Oh, it's Father Roy. (laughs) And the whip was the rope tied around his waist with a rosary attached. That is awesome. A resident advisor in Indiana who sent out a mass email warning people about the Klan member on campus (laughs) says he's glad people posted about the threat, Uh, even if it wasn't true. I mean, do Klan members just walk around in the middle of the day in their white robes? If they do, I haven't seen one. I've never run into one. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much are, are her parents paying to send her? I know, right? There. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we should probably take a break. We've got more of the day's news that didn't make the news coming up. One more reason you should be nice to everyone when you quit your job. That's next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When you take a look at it, $32,000 is what average folks like you and me would spend on a wedding. That it's blows my mind. That it's that high, that yes. it's $32,000. And, and you said that's average. That's not even on the right, high end. Right, correct. Unreal. That's the average. <laughs> and so, of course, that's just a fraction of what celebrities spend when they get married. So just to kind of put things in perspective for you a little bit, here is a... Some of what you could get at a celebrity wedding <laughs> for what we pay for an entire wedding. Oh, wow. For $32,000. Da- uh, George and Amal Clooney threw down thirty grand just on dinner. Just on the dinner. That's also the price of the Casamigos tequila they had on hand. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm. That is good tequila. Is it? I've had it before. It's delicious. Mm. Yeah, but luckily for them, that was all free since George is part owner of the company. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Uh, Jessica Simpson paid thirty grand just to rent out the what is it San Isidro? Oh, San Isidro. San Isidro. Yeah, the the San Isidro Ranch for the mm-hmm. ceremony and reception. Oh, so just the rental cost was thirty grand. Her entire wedding was one point four million. Jeez. Eddie and Nicole Murphy paid $25,000 just for their cake back in 1993. What? In 1993, a $25,000 cake. Yeah. So imagine what that cake would be worth today with right. inflation. Sure. By contrast, Chelsea Clinton's cake was just $12,000 and it was gluten-free. Mm. How about that? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you pay twelve grand, you think they'd throw the gluten in. <laughs> I, I would like a piece of that cake to see what that tasted like. Gluten-free is real. I'll bring you guys in some gluten-free stuff, and I think you would be surprised. You is wouldn't like, even know. Well, when they bring you like a flourless chocolate cake, is it like the same thing? Really mm-hmm. dense? No. No. Mm-hmm. I had a gluten-free cupcake at Jen's house one time. You did, too. It was eons ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that when we came up for, oh, Jason? for Jacob's birthday yeah, party? Jacob's birthday party? Yeah, it was probably 10 years ago. It wasn't bad at all. No, and, and they've gotten really good at it. Mm. Yeah. Where you would never even know. That's good. I don't think anything at Kim and Kanye's wedding cost as little as thirty k. Their flowers alone were $136,000. What? Zoe Saldana's engagement ring reportedly cost around thirty two grand, but that's kind of cheap by celebrity standards, really. Really? Yeah. And Joanna Krupa wore a $30,000 dress when she walked down the aisle in 2013. That doesn't sound very expensive either because it feels like everybody always wears like a, you know, a $90,000 gown. Right. Thirty grand. I mean, Rob Kardashian just paid $320,000 for Black China's ring. Oh. Yes. Who is uh, Rob Kardashian? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You know? That's crazy. I know. Well, last week, the National Enquirer revealed that it has a recording of Charlie Sheen threatening to have his ex-fiancee, Brett Rossi, killed because she is suing him for assault, battery, and HIV exposure. On the tape, Charlie says that what Brett did is punishable by death and that he would like to pay someone to, quote, kick her head in twenty thousand dollars he's willing to or he at least he said in this tape that he was willing to pay well the cops aren't blowing this off as charlie's usual brand of crazy this time the lapd's threat management unit is investigating him they even obtained a search warrant for a particular property and i'm assuming that's charlie's house where they suspect they'll find evidence of criminal activity charlie's people have not commented on the investigation but they've said rossi is lying and that her lawsuit is just revenge for Charlie breaking off their engagement and cutting her off financially. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised they're investigating him. Usually it's just Charlie sounding crazy. <laughs> I'm surprised Charlie actually still has people. Oh, that he can afford it. People are expensive. Right, exactly. According to Us Magazine, Miley Cyrus totally butted heads with Adam Levine while she was an advisor on The Voice this season. A problem is that the two of them are just too similar. Mm. Somebody on the set is saying they both have short attention spans and they find each other annoying. Right. Adam would get agitated when she'd interrupt him and she enjoyed getting under his skin. But I guess she got along fine with Blake Shelton. Um, could be a problem if this is true because Miley is coming back next season as a coach. So mm. neither Miley nor Adam have commented. Maybe they want that because it's been such a love fest, you know, like between Adam and Blake. Right. And then you have Blake and Gwen. There's got to be some conflict. Maybe there. they want that. And, you know, let's think about it. They, Adam and, and Blake have been hosts, coaches for 10 years on the show. Mm-hmm. You would think that if there was somebody they didn't want there that they would be able to block the hiring. Sure. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that you got two people with strong personalities that are very opinionated. And Mariah, if they're, Nicki Minaj. So, sure. So, <laughs> you're going to see them knock heads. And as a, as a viewer, that's sometimes fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No, that is it. All right, then. We'll wrap up your e-news here for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. You guess the real headline and win. Faker for real is coming up next on Q102. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, time for some of the news that didn't make the news. Is it more important to look good or feel good? Also, the way you hang a toilet paper roll. How that secretly reveals your personality. It is Thursday, April 7th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, a website for dog owners posted a list of the most common ways dogs misbehave. So if you have a dog, these will all sound familiar, but here are the top ten. Number ten, being aggressive with other dogs. Sometimes yelling or yanking their leash can just make things worse, and it's hard to stop, so you might need a trainer. But first, try walking them on a leash, and instead of stopping when you pass another dog, try to keep the same pace and go right past it so then your dog learns other dogs aren't a huge deal. Mm -hmm. They take their energy cues from you. This is true. Growling at people is another one. They're usually just being protective or they just haven't been around enough people to get used to it. So try to gradually make them feel comfortable around strangers. And if they're actually biting, then you need to see a professional. Mm -hmm. Nipping or play biting, like when they grab your wrist, but they don't really bite down. Right. It's usually just to try to get your attention. And they learn it as puppies. So the best way to stop them from doing that is to yelp. So that they think they're hurting. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, number seven, going to the bathroom inside. First thing you want to do is try to figure out why <laughs> they're doing it. They might. It might be because they have separation anxiety when you're gone, or they might just need to go on more walks. And it can also happen if there's some medical issue. So talk to your vet. It also might be because your dog, like mine, Steve, uh, doesn't like to go out in the cold or the rain. Uh, yeah. What do you do? You do you make him go outside? Get him We're going out. Boots. Yeah. Get, you get him, we'll get him some little rain and snow we boots. We actually tried, and it was a gigantic cluster. <laughs> We're not huh. doing that. I want pictures. <laughs> Digging holes in the backyard, which is another one that's kind of hardwired into their DNA, so your best option might be to just you know, give them like an area of the yard that they can dig in, mm-hmm. like a sandbox or something. 
Uh, let's see, begging. Begging is another thing. You know, the experts say, don't even say no when they beg. Just ignore them. Make, just make sure if, if you never feed them from the table and you ignore them, they will stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But if you or someone in the house, like your kids... Sneak some food. You only got to do it once, and you've ruined them. Uh-oh. So they say the best thing to do is just ignore them. Uh, chewing stuff. That, that is a hard habit to break, the chewing. Mm-hmm. Because chewing is basically hardwired. Again, hardwired into their DNA, so you got to catch them in the act and say no. And give them a chew toy instead. Follow it up with a chew toy. Again, a little more exercise might help, too. Help get out the... The need mm-hmm. to stem like that. To do something. Chasing things like cars. First, they say make sure they know a few basic commands like sit and stay, and then use them if they try to chase stuff while you're walking them. It's also It might, it might also be a sign they need more exercise. Hmm. I think nine times out of ten, that's what it is. They're not getting enough exercise. They're not taking them out enough. And some breeds need a lot more than others. Sure. Mm -hmm. Jumping up on people. They say you have to be consistent if you want them to stop. Because if you let them jump up on you, then they think jumping up on your 85-year-old neighbor is fine, too. Mm -hmm. So instead of petting them when they jump up, just ignore them. You can pet them when they're... Reward the behavior that you want to see more of. Yes. And ignore the stuff that you don't. And finally... The barking. If they do it every time someone walks by your front door, redirect them. Distract them with something like a toy. Mm -hmm. Or if they just do it to get a reaction, then you got to ignore it. Mm -hmm. But yelling at them, it actually doesn't help because they basically just think that you're barking too. Yeah. Oh, great. (laughs) great. We're all barking. Everybody's barking. Yeah. Let's do it together. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I don't know if they can really tell the difference between positive attention and negative attention. Either way, you're giving them attention. You know? I I remember one time we had a study here on our show that was talking about dogs don't always understand what you say to them, but they understand tone. So if you're talking to them like, oh, you're so stupid, you are so dumb, they still feel like you're giving them positive praise Mm. because of the tone in your voice. I got to tell you, I think we got very lucky because my my ex's dog, Caesar, when he was alive. You loved that dog. Spoke English. He understood English. I would be in the kitchen looking across at the living area, and I would turn around, and he is not only on the couch, he is on the back of the couch. Mm -hmm. And I would just calmly say, Caesar, get off the couch. And he would get off the couch. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, you two used to have incredible conversations with each other. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Caesar, he was the kind of dog that I really think he was just that smart. Like, he thought like a human. He spoke in human terms, even though he couldn't mouth the words. Yeah, how would he ask for the, was it bacon strips or bacon strips? Oh, or the, yeah. What was the bacon thing? Hey, man, let's get some bacon strips. <laughs> I'm hungry. Come on, you hungry? I'm hungry. We're both hungry. Let's do some bacon strips. Yeah. All right, we're going out? Let's play. You want to play? I want to play. Hey, where'd my bacon season. strip go? Here it is. I knew there was a bacon strip underneath the couch. <laughs> and then there was Buddy. Hello, my name is Buddy. I love that one. <laughs> Buddy wasn't too sharp. I'm not that smart. I'm a little bit slower. Do you have a voice for your dog, Tim? Not really. I don't think so. No. Steve's just Steve. Steve. He's just a weird dog. I don't know. He's a weird thing. You got you guys got a chance to meet Steve that one day. I thought Steve was very sweet. Okay. Steve's like he's more weird. How does Steve sound, Jeff? Yeah, how you give Steve a voice. Sup. <laughs> I'm Steve. I'm a dog. These are my dads. Yeah. I'm cool. You can sit here, but you can't sit there. (laughs) You going to feed me or what? Right. 
What have you done for me lately? <laughs> Nine thirty, Jeff and Jen. Oh, hey, we got uh, Guns N' Roses tickets. Yeah. There's a phrase I never thought I would say in the for the Ever rest of my again. radio career. No tickets to see Guns N' Roses, little GNR man. Be the awesome. Way, this throwback Thursday picture we put up on Facebook of you guys interviewing Slash. Yeah. From when? Two thousand one, maybe. Yeah. I was pregnant. Awesome. Were uh-huh. you really? Yeah. Huh. Barely, but yeah, I was. Where can we find this picture? Q102 Facebook page. I love how blonde yeah. Jen's hair is, too. I mean, she is rocking the blonde. Platinum, yeah. yeah. I believe I was 11. I was. I think I was 11 weeks pregnant at this point. Oh, yeah, because it was right before your travel window was about to close. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was shortly before emergency surgery and bed rest. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yep. So if you log on to the Q102 Facebook page... Yep, right there. There's an all-throwback Thursday picture of Jen and I interviewing Slash. Jeff's hair is pretty fascinating, too. <laughs> yeah, I have some. A lot. A lot. It looks like anchor hair a you're, little You're bit. platinum blonde, and I actually have hair. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.